Check Podcasts. I want to welcome you all to season two of House Guests. This is super exciting. We have a great lineup again this year. Our first guest is somebody that I've known for quite a long time. We actually went to high school together. So uh, yeah, like I guess a very long time because it's been a while. We're not that old. <laughs> He's very successful in what he does. And we're going to find out how he got here. Um, everything about solar power and panels. I'd like to introduce you all to Colin Strong. Welcome, Colin. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. Thank you for saying we're not that old because some days <laughs> it feels like it. I want you to tell the viewers how you got into this, um, essentially into this genre, because I know it wasn't a direct fit. Tell me your story. Well, I mean, it's, uh, how do we, how do we make it not a long story? You kind of, <clears throat> as a human, you just keep on evolving and evolving and evolving. Right. So, right. you know, I started off in finance, um, you know, Worked in finance for a couple years, worked in project management after that, worked in asset management, uh, really became interested in energy efficiency from an efficiency standpoint, um, mm-hmm. you know, living, living life more efficient, doing things better, uh, doing things cheaper. Um, and that's on an overall too, right? That's not just energy wise, that's... Yeah, lifestyle, yeah, yeah, just just a lifestyle, you know, being as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I was managing um, energy retrofit projects actually for the province about probably 15 years ago now. And it was really through that work and uh, my background in finance that I realized, you know, the true benefit of energy efficiency from a finance perspective. Um, right. You know, you can really gain a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of savings through doing things better. Um, and that's where, you know, the idea for shift really began, right? Is I think I started shift 12 years ago now. Um, and it's really morphed over the years um, to what it is today. Um, and you built it from the ground up, starting yeah. from, was it just yeah. yourself when you started? Yeah, yeah, just, just myself off the side of my desk. Um, you know, had a newborn baby and an idea and, Mm -hmm. uh, it really was born from there. And, you know, it's, it's quite the process starting a company from, you know, an an idea and, you know, trying to establish a a brand and a, and a, um, identity, I guess you could say. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. having to adapt over the years and, and really change and, and mold it into what it is today. It definitely Definitely wasn't uh, wasn't a solar company even five six years ago. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, you've really built the company as you went as well. Because was it family members that you mostly hired to help you out in the beginning, or friends, or I no? Like you have a lot was, that work with you now. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a there's a few family members that work uh, that work with us now, which is great. Uh, my <laughs> brother works with us now, my cousin and and uh, and his son. But yeah, no, it was. Um, you know, the co- the company started off really as a as a consultancy to start um, helping bridge the gap between um, you know these engineers that had these fantastic ideas to do retrofits on big commercial buildings and and the ability 
for the contracting world to get them done. And so, you know, we really managed, um, you know, the delivery of these concepts from what they were into, into reality. And so it was really, you know, it was, a, it was just me for a number of years um, as a consultancy and then, um, you know, slowly moved into more of a, um, a design build contractor where we had more, more ownership over the success or failure of a project. Um, as a consultant, you know, you're managing a bunch of different parties, but you don't really have true, um, true ownership over that project. So the idea was, well, how can we, how can we gain that, that, that ownership? And so that's where the idea of, of um, design build LED lighting upgrades um, came to the idea of, well, it's something that we can go into a space, we can look at some old inefficient um, technology, we can uh, redesign, use new efficient LEDs, and we can go in there and we can um, perform the retrofits of ourselves, um, you know, do savings calculations and really provide um, a, a value to the client start to finish as, as a, a complete unit. Um, and, and what have type of clients do you have? Is it mostly commercial or do you find a lot more residential um, people are jumping on board as well? Yeah, so <clears throat> when we moved into the solar space about five years ago, the idea was to come up with a, a scalable model where we can um, we could really grow shift. And the only way to to really do that, in our opinion, was through um, through residential projects. And so we mm -hmm. came up with a, a program for for solar um, design build projects that uh, was strictly residential based to start, where we could go in, we could design. Um, we could uh, look at a custom solution for each home, then we could go in there and we could deliver the solution and we could <clears throat> apply that model across a broad number of, of clients. With commercial, there's uh, a longer sales process and cycle and um, mm -hmm. it's not quite as, not quite as scalable uh, to start. But now we're working into, uh, into delivering more, more commercial projects as well. What type of products is it that, that you use, like mostly solar panels or I, I mean, for those that don't know much about the industry and what's available, I think a lot of people have in their mind that solar panels are the old ones where they're either on the ground beside the house or on your roof and just don't fit in to the aesthetic of the home and such. Like what has developed over the last few years? Yeah. So <clears throat> obviously with, uh, you know, with your own home, you're, most people are pretty conscious about the aesthetics of, of the product. So um, when it comes to solar panels, we try and use, um, <clears throat> you know, a dark, a dark solar panel, a, you know, a mono phase black solar panel. And if we can uh, have black frame as well, so that um, it really blends in with, uh, with a darker roof as much as possible. But a lot of attention needs to be made to, to the design of the system on a specific house so that it's aesthetically pleasing. So the solar panels that we use today are still consistent with what were developed 40 years ago. Um, right. <clears throat> it's just the efficiency continues to get, get better and better. Um, and, uh, and the aesthetic appeal, um, you know, it, it is definitely improved upon what was you know, a blue face panel that really stood out on a roof. And have you seen much of a change in technology and such since you started or a shift that is happening? Um, yeah, no, the, uh, the technology is really 
you know, it, it hasn't changed all that much over the last uh, number of decades, but what has improved is the efficiency of the technology. So it continues to get better and better, similar to, you know, an LED light bulb, right? We used to have a light bulb, an LED light bulb that, you know, produced a similar amount of light with 10 watts. Now you can do that with four watts. It's, technology keeps on improving. Um, so the efficiency of the panels keeps on improving. So the amount of power you're able to produce out of, you know, a specific area um, continues to get greater and greater and greater. And I find a lot of clients ask me when I bring it up and mention it, um, the upfront cost versus the return on your investment. What's your opinion on that? Or how would you answer that question? Yeah, it, it, it's, there's, there's no denying it. it it's okay. quite a significant investment. Um, <clears throat> there is a high upfront cost. There is a you know different abilities to finance projects, um, whether it be through deferral programs or um, interest low interest loans. Um, but the you know the true value comes when you look at the project over its over its lifetime, right? right. Um, everyone pays, you know, uh, a certain amount of electricity, a certain amount for electricity from BC Hydro today. Mm-hmm. We know that those costs continue to increase, right? Costs aren't going down, whether it's labor, maintenance on existing infrastructure, building new infrastructure, everything is costing more and more and more. So if you take, if you take a solar project and you look at the value it provides over the life of the system, that, nominal cost of of electricity is actually lower than what we currently pay through bc hydro and so Mm -hmm. the value really comes as a as a long-term investment for sure high upfront cost long-term investment and i mean they can really work with you to come up with something that could fit in the budget but i think a lot of the clients that are wanting to make that choice anyways have already decided that they want to make that improvement in their lifestyle and have a smaller footprint and maybe even something for the future because our fuel sources are changing. Yeah. You know, I, I think everyone in the world is becoming more conscious um, of the environment and the changing climate. And, mm-hmm. you know, everyone wants to, you know, the, the clients that we work with anyways, they want to, they want to take part in the change. They want to feel like right. they're part of the change. They want to feel like they're, they're, they're doing their part. Um, and that's why a lot of a lot of clients do move forward with solar. They're, they're participating in in this change. And is that something that you can do a retrofit on a renovation or start a build from scratch and include it that at that point? Like, what's the best scenario for you? Do you find is it hard to do a renovation or add something to the house? No, not usually. Um, you know, I would say that seventy to eighty percent of our existing contracts are with retrofit homes, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the remainder is with new construction and builders. So, you know, there's a lot of projects where, you know, we have custom software where we look at um, each existing roof as a standalone project and uh, our software maps out where best to, to place panels based on the irradiance of, of the surrounding area. And, mm-hmm. That's how that's how our designers will um, come up with the solution, custom solution for each home. Are you finding that your industry is being affected by delays and um, all of that? Like that, a lot of the across the board, like glass. I mean, it, you know, I it's been twelve weeks and I still don't have my shower glass yet. It's just happening since COVID and such. Is your industry affected by that? It is. It, it is, and it's something that you just need to 
you need to prepare for and and mm-hmm. expect right and so right you know we have well, luckily enough we're, we're we're big enough that we have um staff that are responsible for, for procurement supply chain now and ensuring that um we're continually pulling in enough stock um to keep our projects flowing on a regular basis so um we've definitely had to to pivot um with mm-hmm. where I think that's we the key word for anything in construction right like for the last couple of years is pivoting and, yeah. and reworking to make it be consistent yeah yeah for sure and so yeah luckily enough we haven't uh we haven't had any major issues knock on wood but um you know we we put a great deal of time and effort into ensuring that our supply chain remains what is sort of a realistic timeline from start to finish when you decide that you want to go to solar panels (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) well it's it's one of it's one of our pain points at the moment to be honest with you um you know, we like to see, um, you know, a four to six to eight week um, period of time between when a client signs a contract and, and mm-hmm. we have their project installed. Unfortunately, right now, the, the demand is very strong and the labor mm-hmm. market is tight. And so trying to trying to fulfill projects within a, a 12 to 14 week timeline has been has been even a challenge. So mm-hmm. um, we're, we're actively trying to hire to to get that timeline um, reduced. But right now it's about 12 weeks, I would say. I think that's still really reasonable because I mean, it's again, it's not a decision you just wake up one morning and I'm going to go to solar energy. It's something that you would put a lot of thought and research into anyways. So I think it, it, it is. all is relevant. For sure. But what 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 becomes difficult is, uh, you know, we're into April now. Our sun mm-hmm. is starting to shine. And uh, right. And clients are are really wanting to capture the benefit of that sunshine, right? Um, so, so that's a good point, actually. How does the system work? So does it bank the sun from the summer? It can. Um, so BC Hydro has a program called Net Metering. Um, and it allows you, every jurisdiction pretty much has one, and it allows you to um, feed back into the grid excess um, production. So, you know, on a daily basis, if your solar system provides more electricity than your home is using, those excess, um, that, that excess electricity gets fed back into BC Hydro's grid, and you get credit one for one for the electricity that you provide. And you're able to use that, yeah, you're able to use those credits either in the evening or you continue to bank them up and, and use them during the, the winter months. The West Coast, we can have some really gray days and go quite a long time without sunshine. How does that affect the system? Yeah, so it definitely affects it. Um, But what people forget is that we get a lot of sun during the longest days of the year. Right. So because of the ability to net meter a system, Mm -hmm. we can bank, you know, significant amounts of credit during our you know, four to six months of sunny weather. Mm-hmm. And then we can use those credits during our darker winter months. That's not right. to say that solar doesn't work during the winter. You know, even when it's dark and raining, your panels are still probably producing, you know, 15, maybe even 20% of, uh, of its maximum capacity. Mm-hmm. Technology has really improved that allow the panels to operate better under low light conditions. Um, but, you know, our, our darker months are our shorter days and our sunnier months are very long days. So 
you know, the, the misconception that solar doesn't work in our climate is, is definitely, you know, still holds true, but, um, you know, it, it, on a, on an annual basis, we get, uh, we get more sun than countries like Germany, which have pioneered solar for, for decades. And Europe is quite a bit ahead of us as a general rule, I think, aren't they? Oh yeah. Yeah. When we looked at getting into to solar, um, you know, I really looked to the United States as, um, you know, a, a foreshadowing as to what we should expect up here. And I remember going to California and, and surrounding areas that, uh, you know, some, some parts of the States, which had the same sort of climate as, as we do in the West coast. And uh, mm-hmm. they were pretty active in the, in the solar space, um, you know, eight to 10 years ago. And so I, I, I saw, I saw the potential coming through uh, what's happening around the world. And mm-hmm. um, it's really starting to pick up in BC, which is great. And as far as Canada goes, would you say that we're the most progressive in BC, or are you seeing um, a lot of solar panels across the country as well? Uh, we're seeing them across across the country. You know, the, yeah. the industry was really driven through through uh, public policy. I would say in various provinces, um, Ontario had a had a program called FIT, which was a, a feed in tariff program. So for renewable energy, they paid a, a significant premium. Um, uh, for that energy. And so that really, um, I would say, spurred the market and grew the market about a decade ago. Um, mm-hmm. Alberta had a, a, a specific um, financial incentive for solar five, five years ago, which really um, helped grow the business there. Um, and so every province is very, very specific. Uh, BC Hydro, BC has never had a, a, a specific incentive or or policy towards solar besides the, the net metering program. So our industry has been really uh, growing quite quite steadily, whereas other provinces have seen booms and, and busts based on uh, specific incentive programs and whatnot. And um, we're working on a project of your own. How are you applying all this to your project? Good question. So <clears throat> um, where I see the industry going is more to a like a building integrated um solar perspective so uh, especially for new construction um you know everyone has to install the roof um why not in, integrate both solar and roofing material in one and so there's a lot of talk right now about um the tesla solar tiles that elon musk is developing and uh, why haven't we seen those and where are those and so you know he's really helped uh, uh you know create that dialogue around building integrated um, solar photovoltaics. And I, I feel that that is the future, probably five, 10 years away. Is we're going to mm-hmm. be building homes with, uh, with solar and, and uh, generation integrated into our, our roof product. So for my house that I'm building, I'm going to pilot and pioneer that, that same technology. So we've, uh, we've actually partnered with a, a firm out of Europe um, that develops um, building integrated solar with, metal roofing material. So you get pretty much a lifetime grade gauge metal roof um, that has solar integrated into it. And it uh, is very aesthetically pleasing because it, it looks just like a black standing metal roof. And so that is, uh, that is what I'm piloting on my house. 
I think that's so exciting from a design standpoint and something that's just so innovative, being able to bring something new to the island and share that with us. We'll have to have you on next season so you can give us the big review. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to check it out and do a little flyover. Thank you so much for being on the show today with us, Colin, and really educating the viewers on solar panels and energy and, and everything that you do. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been great.